Ladies and gentlemen, the wait is over. The verdict for the Kyle Rittenhouse case on all five charges came out just a little over an hour ago. I'll be having uh, Governor Candidate Christopher Roper on here after my first entry segment. We'll be having a few other guests on throughout the week, guys. For those of you that don't know, um, our team here at Freedom Movement USA and the uh, weekly deplorable radio show has just announced in a press release to over 12,000 media contacts we're pursuing a class action lawsuit along with a few other big, big names against Instagram and Facebook. At this point, Facebook and Instagram have spent the last six months not abiding by their own community guidelines. Essentially, what they've been doing is taking down peaceful posts. Over the last week, we tested this theory, simply reporting posts of the other side who were against Kyle Rittenhouse with the same images we were using in our posts. All 100 times, they were found not to be in um, a bad con- or not to be against the compliance of online standards, but we were found to be against compliance with the same images and peaceful, hey, let's support Kyle statements. Now that this case has been finished, we have the right to go after Instagram, the right to go after Facebook. Kyle has the right to go after Joe Biden, Instagram, Facebook, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, and all the other news outlets on top of numerous politicians. We'll call them a right white supremacist, a murderer. And we, the people, now have the opportunity and the ability to go after social media for the first time in U.S. history. Never before could we go against them for their community standards. At this point, because they've broken their own community standards, basically allowing one side to keep up anti-Kyle memes and memorabilia while hitting another side and calling us violent and supporting a deadly violent organization that has now been proven wrong in a court of law. If you guys have been affected by this, if your posts have been affected, please get that information over. Um, And we've already got a handful of people, including Christina Zeke from Morris, who just sent over her information. We've got a few people out of Texas who have gotten information to us. We're getting information coming in from all sides. So folks, please get your information in. We will be talking with an attorney this evening and pursuing a class action lawsuit against Facebook, against Instagram, against the big global conglomerates. For the first time in U.S. history, we have a lawsuit that's possibly going to go through in a very positive way. We're not looking to get rich or make money off the suit. We're simply looking to have our freedoms expanded and to have these companies follow their own community standards. We will be going after them, hands down, and we will be taking this to the next level, folks. But on the Kyle Rittenhouse case, Kyle was just acquitted on all charges. All charges showed that Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. He is a free man. He is free to go home with his family for Thanksgiving. We really, really think the court system's played out properly here. And for once, even with a Democratic judge that everybody is attacking on the left, mind you all, he's a Democratic judge, Kyle Rittenhouse had a fair trial that found Kyle Rittenhouse to be innocent and that he was defending himself last year when this all happened. So guys, we're now going to see where this plays out from here. The Biden administration expected to make an announcement here in the next few minutes. Once the Biden administration makes their announcement, we will see announcements coming down the line from big left media conglomerates as well as big left politicians who have called the young man a white supremacist, called the young man a murderer, and now have to face eating their own words because a court of law just found this young man innocent on all five charges with a jury of his peers, folks. And what that means is he cannot be tried again for this case. You cannot call Kyle Rittenhouse a murderer and be in a political seat or be in a new seat legally because you were wrong. At this point, under the United States Constitution and the United States Court of Law, the young man has been found innocent. Thus, he can now retaliate towards everybody, including President Biden, who attacked him while running for office, calling him a white supremacist and a murderer. So we will see how this plays out. It's going to be very exciting to see the outcome of this trial, after the trial, that is, and what comes out of the lawsuits towards the media, towards social media, including 
doing, what Kyle Rittenhouse is doing, what our team is putting forth, what other correspondents are bringing to the table. We're really looking forward to see exactly how this plays out. This could be the first step in a very long time towards rebuilding our trust in our system and strengthening our constitution. Now that we know that a young man can defend himself or a person of any color, any size, any shape has the right to defend themselves, at least in the state of Wisconsin, and that is upheld, we should see more and more change across the nation. For those who are crying and upset over this verdict, let's get to the reality of the situation. The young man was attacked. He ran. He then defended himself. Two people, sadly, were shot and killed. One person was shot and injured. But that shot and injured person even said he wasn't shot until he pulled the firearm on the young man. Thus, he defended himself. And for self-defense, for um, women who are scared out in the streets, for men who are out in the streets being attacked, you now know that you can defend yourself, folks. This is a case that is set in stone that is making U.S. history. And we'll have on here next, in the next few seconds, I'm bringing on Christopher J. Roper, running for governor of Illinois. And he wants to make a statement on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And I'm the one to break the news. The Tattooed Conservative will be right back. Here's the tattooed conservative here on with the one, the only Chris Roper running for governor of Illinois. How you doing today, Chris? Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing good, Chris. And um, just about an hour ago, we had a complete end to the catastrophic trial going on out there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Chris, I wanted to bring you on and uh, talk to you today. Chris has been a guest a few times for those of you that listen. But Chris, how do you think the play out of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial with the ending with five not guilty verdicts came out today? Well, I was actually very pleased that our court system finally, finally worked correctly. Um, there's been, uh, over the past couple of years at least, there's been some uh, craziness, uh, especially in our court systems, where radicals are taking over and threatening the courts and the process uh, and uh, coercing their own verdicts, uh, basically getting them forced out upon on the uh, we the people. And uh, that's just absurd and we, we shouldn't be allowing that. And, and I, today I was very pleased that our system worked the way it did. And may, might I add, the judge was a Democrat appointed judge. So I want to give him props for uh, uh, doing his job properly uh, and by the law. Uh, and uh, I think he did a very good job. Um, now, I do have one thing to say on, on past uh, trials uh, and really the the temperature of the United States right now. I know over the past two years especially, we had a lot of people exercising their First Amendment rights, which is good, uh, but then it stepped over that line and went into uh, riots and, uh, you know, destroying our country, uh, and that is not good. That's actually crushing other people's rights, so that's where it becomes wrong. And, you know, you know as well as I do, with my training and my experience, I'm, I'm all about the Constitution and making sure it's all for fair for everyone, uh, whether I agree with it or not. Uh, and that's how we all should be. And I think most of us are. Uh, but when it goes into, as soon as you step that over that line and start crushing other people's rights, then it is no longer your right uh, to do that. So, uh, but what I want to, the point I want to make is this atrocity that's happened over the past couple of years of people, mainly politicians saying, and radical politicians saying, it's okay uh, to stomp your feet and throw a fit and burn buildings and uh, hurt people and things like that um, so long as you're saying it's for your first amendment right and that, that's that's absurd and we should not have allowed that and if anybody should be getting in trouble over this 
whole process, uh, it should be our the radical politicians that are in office. And that's exactly why I decided to run one of the reasons uh, and that for governor is to hold politicians accountable and make them make them make them do their job properly uh, and, and uphold the Constitution and everyone's constitutional rights and give the voice back to we the people. I know that's a very long-winded thing, but I had a lot I wanted to say. Hopefully, I got it out right. And how do you feel uh, currently with the political climate? Um, you know, what what do you think is going to happen here post Kyle Rittenhouse case? Do you think there's going to be riots tonight? The governor out there in Wisconsin has 500 troops on standby from the National Guard. They've got multiple police agencies out there. I mean, I even saw the sheriff handing out coffee to both sides, just trying to keep the peace. What do you think is going to come of this come dark tonight? Well, I mean, if anything's a roadmap, we have two years um, here recently to look at. Uh, so there's certainly that uh, that threat, I guess you would want to call it, that potential. Um, but I would like to hope that and pray that nobody uh, will do what we've had to endure over the past two years i hope they can just realize this is the court of law and this is what happened um and certainly as governor when i'm elected governor if this was happening i i think i would do exactly what the, what the governor in wisconsin is doing as well and we need to use all resources and you know especially in what's happening now i mean we have a lot of crime and and Kyle's from from Illinois, uh, up in that that area. Uh, you know, I'm from Central Illinois, and I have a, a good idea, and I understand pretty much the whole state. I, I get it because uh, I'm you know right in the middle. Uh, and but there's so much crime up in, in Chicago. Uh, this is some of the the tools that are available uh, to use uh, to keep citizens safe. And uh, I have to applaud the governor over in Wisconsin, up in Wisconsin, to, uh, yeah, use all means necessary to try to maintain the peace and allow people to express their opinions, but do it in a, in a legal and safe uh, and non-stomping on others' rights way. And what are your feelings? You know, one of the big things coming out right now is uh, Joe Biden in his campaign announcement. I know you're running for governor and it's not federal office, but in his campaign announcements, had called Kyle a white nationalist and had called for Kyle to be prosecuted to the fullest. What do you think the response from the Rittenhouse defense team and Kyle Rittenhouse himself is going to be now that he's been vindicated in all five charges? Well, and, and that's exactly what I was talking about here just a, just a few minutes ago. Uh, and that is you know, the, the radical politicians need to keep their noses out of the court systems. Um, and then I see that that had happened on numerous occasions. And on this one in particular, if I was the Rittenhouse team, I would definitely sue for defamation and, and many other um, avenues uh, because he needs to clear his name. His name was cleared in the court of law in the United States of America, in Wisconsin. Uh, so there it tells you he was not guilty. He did defend himself. Um, and I'm, you know, that's a victory among, if you really want to dig into it, and this goes, it don't even have to be a side. You can, you don't have to call it a side, Republican, Democrat, independent, uh, you don't have to call it a side. What you can call this is, is this was a victory for constitutional values and the, the right to defend yourself when you feel that you are, your life is in jeopardy or you are in grave, serious danger, um, from being, for being harmed. So I would certainly go after everyone that uh, was defaming, I guess is the proper word. Um, and especially those in power, quote unquote, that are trying to manipulate our court systems into their liking. 
we've had enough of that. It's time for we the people's voice to come out loud and proud and uh, and don't look back. Well, you you know um, specifically, Chris, you being a governor candidate, prior law enforcement, prior military, um, you and your law enforcement days. If you'd have walked in on a scene like this, how would you have handled it mentally? What would you have done in your shoes as prior law enforcement, walking in on a scene like the Rittenhouse case? What would you have done as an officer or an arresting officer in this case? Well, certainly there was safety. Safety is always first and foremost. And, you know, I, I can't go into to great detail because every situation is different. I don't know of all of their protocols there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I don't know, you know, exactly how their departments handle everything. But in a general sense, first, first and foremost, you want safety. And if there's people that are injured, then you call ambulances and get them medical attention same but first is foremost first and foremost is safety so i think what i would have done which again you you can't say this is what should have been done this is what should have happened because every situation is different every uh situation has different uh feelings and temperatures meaning how do i handle this situation and from what i can recall i, I was actually watching these um lives uh i think i was actually watching um i think it was uh pt news actually uh when this happened or it might have been cjtv anyway i was watching one of those and uh i saw most of it happen and he ran up to the police with his arms up uh, and they didn't want anything to do with it well because at that moment they had active shooter come out over the radio they're looking for you know injured people looking for the threat they seen no threat well as we know, history unfolded. So, I mean, from what I could tell, everything was done correctly on law enforcement side, um, you know, giving the situation. And, you know, again, I can't just say this is what should have happened, could have happened, because every situation is different. Uh, they were looking for a threat at that moment. And, uh, and of course, they didn't see one with Kyle Rittenhouse. He, now we know for sure, uh, as jury of his peers found him not guilty, safely used self-defense. Now, uh, you being from Illinois, running for governor in Illinois, and Kyle Rittenhouse being from Antioch, Illinois, do you think this case would have played out differently if this scene would have unfolded in downtown Chicago as opposed to Kenosha, Wisconsin? Yeah, certainly there are those risks. Um, Illinois, we know there's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of radicalism starting to really get dumped into our system, uh, and we're seeing a lot of kickback, a lot of people, a lot of we the people in the in Illinois. Uh, especially that are that aren't liking it um so we are getting a lot of kickback and certainly there is that potential of that happening but i would like to think that our court systems and our uh, leaders would do the right things and and played it out exactly the way it was played out here in or up in wisconsin uh, in kenosha uh, during this trial and again i would again want to applaud the judge that was a democrat appointed judge and he from what i could tell did a very good job at keeping it by the books by the law and as per the constitution and i completely agree with that now if you could give a closing synopsis to your thought process on this uh chris we're going to be cutting the show here in a second what is your closing thought to this um what do you overall with this all being said and done i know you had said uh, it's a win for the constitution but uh could you give us a closing thought yeah and the biggest thing i want to put out is guys no matter our sides we need to stop looking at sides and just start looking at each other and we need to start expressing respect and love towards each other because this division is just only pushing us apart and causing more problems and that's as governor i would want to, i'm going to do that and i do have done it my whole life and i just want to bring people together we're all going to have disagreements every one of us even when we do come into our sides we're all going to disagree everybody's not going to have the same opinion and i'm glad that's what makes us america um, but what i want to really point out is 
we have to stand up for each other. We have to stand up for self-defense. Self-defense is huge. If if somebody wants to harm you greatly or kill you, you have the right to defend yourself. And this proved itself today. Um, and I was kind of worried about this case because of the radicalism and the uh, political uh, persuasion with the radicals, especially uh, trying to persuade court cases. You know, I was really concerned about that, but I'm, I'm you know, I have to say praise God for that, uh, that it didn't happen. And uh, let's just all come together and agree that we're all going to have differences, no matter the party. Let's just leave the parties out of it and just stand up for we the people. This is That's really the, if we could take anything from this right here is we all deserve to be safe. And that's what we need to really look forward to is being safe and just realizing we're all different. And uh, amazing, amazing uh, statement right there. Thank you so much for coming on, Chris. We really appreciate you every time you come on. And um, guys, we will be back after the break. We'll talk to you later, Mr. Roper. Thank you very much, Brandon. Thank you, guys. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, back with the weekly deplorable radio show, the Tattooed Conservative show here, folks. I just had on special guest for Illinois Governor Christopher J. Roper. We talked about the Calvert House case. We've been talking about that this whole episode. I'll be having a lot more special guests on with more segments coming later for you folks. But in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, in the case we just saw play out, the young man was found innocent. Kyle Rittenhouse was found to be innocent of all five charges. And we will be pursuing legal action. Our team against Instagram, against Twitter, against these social media giants who have labeled us as terrorists because we supported a free and innocent man. As we hope Kyle Rittenhouse will pursue legal challenges against the Biden administration and very many other people to come. We're very excited to bring you so many more great people this week, but we're honestly just thankful to see young Kyle able to celebrate Thanksgiving with his family after such a trying an unconstitutional case to begin with, folks. We're very glad that the judge and jury have brought Kyle his freedom back. We're going to continue to bring you more information and updates as that news arrives. But we're very thankful at this point in time to see young Kyle free and able to go home for vacation. And it was a great honor being able to speak and bring back on our special guest, Christopher J. Roper for Governor of Illinois. Please feel free, guys, to drop a comment, give this a share, and stay tuned in for more news to come. I really appreciate you all. Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, checking out for now.